Hello. Hello. Mm -hmm. How are you, Mama? Fine. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. I'm so excited. Why? Well, because you are a great grandmother. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. So now you are not just a, you know, baby maker. You are a, like a baby maker ultra. I'm not sure. <laughs> Whatever. 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 Look, at you. you made so many babies that one of your babies has made babies. And then that baby made babies as well. So exactly. look at you. Exactly. Look at you, mom. So, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, by the fact that this is the last episode, oh, this is the season. final season of the first season of the I Hope Hip. God willing, will keep on going later. Yes, yes, God willing, indeed. In fact, we might um, have the second season be devoted to some sort of debate um, between you and some socialist Democrat or possibly a communist or two uh, that I know, and you guys can just go at it. Oh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> that would be interesting. I, I just got to pick the right person. I do have somebody in mind, but in any event, let's get down to business, Mama, okay. shall we? Yes. So today, in the grand finale of grand finalities, we have Placido Domingo yes. versus Ronald Reagan and Bonzo, his monkey, yes. from the bedtime for Bonzo era of Reagan's crazed. We know that, yes. All right, Remember right. the monkey... Gonna... The monkey will be tied down all the time, remember. The, the monkey will be tied down unless you somehow are miraculously able to communicate with said monkey and oh. actually tell the monkey, you know, or speak some sort of like sign language to the monkey. Um, in, in any event, so what are you thinking, Mom? Well, I've, made a, I've made a decision. Okay, but wait. Before you tell us of this decision, let me just, you know, kind of refresh um uh your memory a little bit yes. and say that Placido Domingo while something of a heartthrob for you while something of a of a of now I don't I don't want to say interest but you you have you have followed this man's career uh practically from the outset I later have met, I have met him in person you have met him in person on multiple occasions and we have the pictures to prove it yes sir um, so that's all well and fine however mom in in recent years and even back then you were aware that there were some issues regarding him and the treatment of women for example and I don't even want to say what what he did or did not do or what he was accused no, of doing Jorge Jorge not yeah. the treatment of women. Well, remember, it takes two to tango. Okay, it Not was always consensual. Women were after him all the time. Perhaps right. he used uh, they used him to get a part in an opera, and he allowed himself to be used. Who knows? It's not the way he treated women. Well, the now, but wait, wait. I mean, the, the, but in, in a pass in a passive sense, in a passive sense, he was married. He's he's still married. How long? How many years has this guy been married? This, listen to this. At one point in those mm -hmm. years, he called my boss, Doctor mm -hmm. who was his friend, and of right. course the publisher of the newspaper. And he said, Horacio, I'm calling you because uh, no matter what you hear, anywhere, I want you to know that I'm not getting a divorce. That I'm not divorcing Martha. If I ever call you and tell you I'm divorcing Martha, then you can publish it. But whatever you hear, don't pay attention. 
And why do you think he did that? Martha's still there with him. Okay. Yeah, no, Martha's still there with him, probably for tax purposes. But why do you think Placido Domingo took the time to call the newspaper publisher and CEO? Yeah, why? Because, because at that time, I don't remember what year it was or who. Apparently, there were rumors going up in New York. But the thing is, that he was getting a divorce and marrying this another singer or something. That, that was the room. And he says, don't pay attention to anything you hear. Mm -hmm. I'm still with Martha. Martha gave up, gave up her career. to let she, was an, she was a singer as well. Right? Yes, a good soprano. But they went to Israel because he got a contract with the Israel Opera. Mm -hmm. And uh, she left her career and went with him. And then, of course, she started having babies. She had two kids. Now she is, uh, well, for many years now, she has been a stage director. Opera, where at? Because she, she's been in opera all her life. A stage director where? Well, wherever her services are requested, opera, opera. Right, right. No, I know because Placido has been pretty much barred. Um, yes, but and, uh, and, and also Placido was getting ready because he's a, not only an opera singer, he has a good an excellent background in music. So he was conducting already to get right. ready for the time his voice gave out. Right. He would be an orchestra director. And now all of those opportunities are, are pretty much gone, correct? Okay, okay, okay. Let's go to the point. The main well, look, here, here's the point. Here's the point. Well, this is the point I do want to make. I had the, um, and I don't, you know, I, I just, there are people who are scratching their heads, mom. Listeners have written to me asking what the hell why would you even consider placido domingo over you know even even an elon musk a much younger more robust entrepreneurial oh, well, placido, placido, placido has something over all the other candidates and what is that mom what is that quality his voice his musicality all right well listen to me okay, that's very I, I, important the, the, the closest the closest um experience that i have with that I don't know if I ever told you this back in, I don't know, it was in the mid 2000s. Um, my manager at the time got me tickets and backstage passes. Remember that place, Joe's Pub, where the Cuban yes, Cowboys course, used to play? And you went up, right? Very, very nice, reputable, adjacent to part of the public theater in um, on Astor Place in Manhattan. It's wonderful. It's prestigious. If you can get a gig there, you know you've made it. And in you any did. event, I went there to see you in August right. 16th. Yeah, we played there a few times. Um, but um, what happened was my manager, like a couple years later, she got me tickets because there was a man coming to sing and he was going to only be accompanied by a pianist. His name is, and you might remember this name, Raul Malo. Do you remember that name? Mom? Oh, yes, of course. Yes. Who but is he it? Has, he has a group also. Mom, his group. The Mavericks. The Mavericks. His, the Mavericks, the Mavericks are, are big time now, Mom. During right. the pandemic, they have done so much, oh, more so than any other band or musical act that I have seen or been privy to on Instagram. The Mavericks are on fire. No, but he, he's Cuban. He was from Miami. Yeah, I know. I know. Cuban guy from Miami. He sings in a country Western band known as the Mavericks. They are outstanding. Outstanding. They've just released their first full-length Spanish album. It's amazing. The musicality, amazing. This man's voice. In any event, Raul nowadays looks like he has slimmed down, 
in his older age, right? He's riding motorcycles, something's going on. But back when I saw him, mom, he was as big as a house. The motherfucker was as big as a house. He was, I he know, came out, he I came out on stage. He came out on stage wearing um, black, all black and a, like a leather, black leather overcoat. I'm like, my God, he looks like Orson Welles or something oh, like that. Oh, right? <laughs> so he was, he was ginormous. He comes out on stage and people are polite. There's some polite applause. But mom, when he opened his mouth, it was as if God sent or brought before everyone in that room his most precious angel. It was the, it was the voice of the divine. And it melted hearts. It sent people. It, 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 it was just, it was transformative. And what so, did he sing? So, no, he sang some Mavericks and then he sang some standards, right? Uh -huh. Some old time standards with a pianist that at one point, I think he pulled out a guitar and he played the guitar. It was just him. It was not the Mavericks. It was just a solo yes. performance. Yes. So the, the dude, my, my manager, you know, we, we, we went backstage. And so I was like blown away. I couldn't believe that his voice was so beautiful. But I noticed that the audience was comprised. One of the things I noticed uh, was that the audience was comprised, was comprised largely of women. And so we go backstage to say hi to him, right? My manager was cool. I want to introduce you, blah, blah, blah. And uh, the Cuban cowboy, meet the, the other Cuban cowboy. Blah. It was going to be a nice little moment, right? Take a picture, what have you, yes. right? Yes. And... Uh, we get back there and there was a line in the in the all like it snaked around the back of the facility all the way around the kitchen. It went on. I don't know. It must have been like 30, 40 people deep and they were all women. Women, of course. And, and as we approached when we were like 10, seven, five people away, these women, it, it became very, very obvious that each and every one of the women were like beguiled were under a spell it's it was voice, it, it's the voice or mom i know i know and I, that's when i realized oh it's the voice and that the voice was powerful way more powerful than any other kind of variable this guy could have been like a murderer of children and small exactly. puppies and small animals and they still would have gone through fire to, to stand next to this person and to take a picture with him. And it was just, it was like amazing to me. And both my manager and I, we were, we were stunned. You know, again, it, it just transcended everything, including his size, his girth, what have you. Yeah. It didn't matter. This guy could have been a, a giant blob, a Jabba the Hutt kind of blob. But that voice, that voice was everything you remember, so you've seen pictures or movies of that the frank sinatra phenomenon what about hey sinatra was in shape man what do you mean the it's the power of a beautiful voice is very 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 important it's all right so so look so it is it is it is it is, it is transcendent so yes. on the basis of the voice you have elevated him to finalist status finalist, exactly all right so now on on the other side of things we have ronald reagan and the aforementioned monty bonzo right yes yes now reagan a fairly distinguished you know political career governor yes. of california two-term yes, yes. president of the united states yes. however you know some people pin trickle-down economics 
and the demise, the utter decimation of the middle class um, of unions on him, on his administration and his policies. Um, his oh, wife. He was a union leader. A what yeah. leader? He was a, a, a the president of the actors union before. Being oh, union. Governor. I thought you said union. Mom. Union, union. Hey, in, in Orlando, there's a, there's a place called John Young Parkway. Would you pronounce yes, that? Yes, I know. Word? I know. I say John Young Parkway. Yes. John Young. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the Jason Wise from the Army. And John Sheldon, your favorite television show spinoff, right? Young Sheldon. Anyway, okay. So he was a union leader. Yeah, but so much for that, right? So okay. much for that. But, but, but look, he had a presence too. Mom. He had a, he was known as the great communicator, even though he didn't write his speeches. And My a God. very, very uh, nice speaking voice. Very, mom. He was beautiful. He was he he was an actor, speaking, and he delivered those lines. Very, very good. All right. So we have a man with an angelic singing voice, a questionable, questionable um, set of behaviors in regards to womenizing. Yeah. in regards to exchanging uh, political or operatic placement favors for sex. Yes. Uh, at least that's what the many, what is it? It's up to like 16 women now accusations have, have wrought. And then we have a guy who by all accounts remained faithful to his devoted wives. First, uh, what's her name? Uh, who who Martha, was his first? Martha. Martha. No, I'm talking about Reagan. He's been oh, married Reagan twice. Reagan was uh, Jane Wyman. Jane Wyman, and then Nancy. And Nancy stood by him through thick and thin. Yes. And Nancy was very big on astrology, by the way. I know, um, I know. So, you know, and the whole just say no thing. And, you know, I mean, so Reagan has had more of a social, cultural impact okay. on the landscape of this yes. country. Yes. Reagan is a great communicator. And by all accounts, or by many accounts, largely a nice, nice man. Right. Yes. Who was quite handsome. Right. Handsome enough to to be something of a star. Right. Yes. So. OK. So who's it going to be, mom? Who's it going to be? A former well, U.S. I president. Told you, I term. told you I told you I was going to make a Solomonic decision. What is this? And now, OK, talk to me King about Solomon, this because King we can't Solomon. cut the baby in half. OK, King go on. Solomon, you know, what's your what's your everybody decision? happy? What's your, I, I don't know if that's possible. Twins at the end of it. I'm Go going on. to make my twins with Ronald Reagan while playing Placido Domingo's love songs in the background. Oh, my God. <laughs> How do you so, like that? So I love it. So in effect, Placido will be there. Singing Placido. love songs. He has a record. By the way, it was signed by him for me. I have it there. I'll send it to you. Jesus um, <laughs> So you're going to make your twins. You're going to have babies. So in effect, Reagan has won. You're going to make those twins with Reagan. And chances are they're going to be better looking with Reagan than unless the monkey gets in there and somehow... No, no, no. Forget about the monkey. The Mom, monkey we can never forget about the monkey. Enthralled with the Domingo music. Jesus. Okay. Okay. So the monkey's going to be enthralled enough with Placido's music that... Um, that uh, there's no way that there's no way that the monkey would interrupt or in nothing, any way nothing. have intervened the on the sexual activity. Wow! All right, so there you have it, listeners. Mom, I'm I'm okay with this decision of yours. I'm in fact I'm delighted and I'm kind of inspired. What a wonderful solution! You're going to make love, 
and have the twins with Reagan to the music of Placido Domingo. Man, actually, wow. it's it's a record he has that says love songs. Placido sings love songs, and they're oh my god. Okay, okay. Well, there you go. There oh. you go. There you have it, listeners. Thank you so much, Mom. This is <laughs> we've taken we've taken this tail end uh, podcast segment and made something crazy out of it. All right. So listen, I want to devote some. some Let minutes me ask to you, ask did you, you expect? Did you expect this solution? No, I did not. No, I did not. And I don't think listeners, in fact, let us know. Did you expect his solution? I didn't. I thought you were going to pick Placido no matter what. I thought he was just going to win out, that Reagan didn't stand no, a chance. But I figure, I figure this was perfect. Okay. All right. But okay. Why Reagan, though? Just because of the things that we mentioned? Or was there no, something I, I admired him. I, I admired him as a person, as a politician, as a self made man. Wow. Wow. All right, dude. All right. Well, I'm impressed. I'm impressed by your choice. Damn. All right. So listen, so here we, here we have, uh, speaking of all these babies, I want to go out, um, uh, uh, season one. I want to end season one with, um, with, uh, kind of like, a. I don't want to say a wish list, but what are your hopes for your, all of your babies for these twins? And then in actual, like in actuality, what do you want for your grandkids and what, what well, do you want for I, your great grandchildren? I'm so worried. I'm so worried about the changes going around me. The uh, the future, I see it so complicated, so dehumanized, so much technology. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm afraid we'll become, they'll become like, little robots or they'll be subjected to so many influences that they might not be able to exercise free will i don't know i'm worried well look there's a there's a I, lot i won't see it you know but well, I'm... you're not going to see it but now de dehumanization and technology those are just two aspects of you know i mean from 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 a political standpoint the sharp the, the, this country is 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 as sharply divided as it's ever been. Um, there well, are no is, trustworthy. It is, it is in a very important point in its history. Yeah, well, a it is a decisive moment in its history. Well, it, and then it, and it's it, it, also. Well, okay, it, of course, a decisive. But I mean, you know, the fact is that. The United States is not seen and in actuality is not what it used to be. No, it's, I and, and, and what we have now are, are, are corporate uh, and, and corporations and oligarchies, politically speaking. This is not a democracy. This is not a democracy. It is more akin, just like in Russia, to, to an oligarchy than a democracy. No, they right? call it democracy because of the, we still have elections, etc. We are able. We do, we do, but those that's elections, that's the only those elections of are democracy. That's yeah, the, the the slates are wonderful. Anybody can run for president. Yes, yes, yes. But we yes. know full okay. well, we know full well the impact of big money um, on these elections. Jorge, somebody has to put the money to move things around. No, I know, Mom. Okay. I know. Okay. I know. But look, look. Listen, and then also, listen, now you, in all you, my you, long life working, uh -huh. I never joined a union. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad you I said union. When I worked at the bank, uh -huh. they asked me to, to join the union. I said no. Uh -huh. After a few months there, they had like a slowdown, the Paso Hicotea. You know, but look, look. 
But look, I mean, unions are important and they've been decimated for well, years. I said, now. no, I said, I want to be paid by my own merits, not because the union fights for me to get me five cents. Yeah, hour. but mom, if, if there were no unions, mom, we would not have weekends. We would not have child labor laws. We would uh -huh. be working 24-7, basically. And listen to this. In Cuba, uh -huh. without the unions, uh -huh. in a place where it never had should have been, the Constitution of 1940, the first Constitution written after it became a republic, which took years and years to, to, to write and to get together, we had vacations, paid vacations, we had paid sick leave, we had uh, yeah, but but those those things are of yeah, but, that were in the constitution. So unions or no unions, right, mom? But look, those days are long gone. Yeah, but those I, days are long gone. I, unions, unions, so, unions brought so many rights to workers. I think, and and I, and I, listen, I, the corp the corporations are about profits and listen, maximizing I, profits. I think this was important in this country. Because mm -hmm. this was a highly industrialized country, and right. they needed that. Of course, in Cuba, we're not in. We were not industrialized. We were no. an agricultural right. country. Okay. I mean, Mom, we still don't have like other countries have have paid paternity and maternity leaves. Other countries have free health care. We other had it. We had it since 1940 in Cuba. Believe in it Cuba, not. I know, but in the United States, none of those benefits exist. I, none of well, those benefits now exist. exist. Now they exist. No, they exist for certain companies, but many, most, it's not the norm. There's no federal law in place dictating this. And moreover, the, the minimum wage remains uh, abysmally low while the cost of living has even, soared. Even, even the national, the federal uh, minimum wage is low. That's what I'm saying, mom. That's what I'm but saying. This country, you this country want, treats you. want good employees, right. you pay them more. I know, mom. But low. corporations are loath to do that because that cuts into profits. And the only responsibility that a corporation has is a fiduciary one to its so shareholders, I know. to its shareholders. So you yeah. maximize uh, you maximize profits and you lay off people, whatever, whatever you need to do to submit a good quarterly earnings report. Remember, mm -hmm. I worked for a subsidiary of the National Bank in Cuba, the Cuban right. Bank of Foreign Trade. I've interacted with industrialists. We were working on buying chips for the Merchant Marine, locomotives for the yeah. national. So I know how money works and how things work. Okay. Yeah. And then I worked for Julio, of course, who was, uh, how would I say, a wolf. He, he, right. Lobo is wolf and he was right. a wolf. Well, there was a, what's in it, the last sugar baron of Cuba. In his business dealings. And yeah. in fact, he went bankrupt because. He was trading uh, in futures, and the the market fell, and he was caught, and he wasn't playing it right at that yeah. time. So look, he wanted look. money, right, right. So money, 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 money. Bankruptcy, okay. So corporations, corporations, money, political oligarchies, climate change. That's climate change, which also worries me a lot. Yeah, for the kids. I mean, you know, what kind of a world have we left them? I know. You know? I, I mean, look at the temperatures right now. But it's not only here. You know that China and India 
produce more and more. No, no, I, I, I know that. I know, I know, Mom. And China has largely overtaken us both in the space race. Um, oh, now um, they're starting their, now they're starting this their international space station there. Right, and the money that they're pouring into so-called third world countries, infrastructure projects all over the African continent. In Cuba, they have they Cuba, have you much, saw it. You saw yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. They have essentially replaced the Russians in terms of yeah, bankrolling yeah. so much in Venezuela. La misma cosa. They operate. They, they operate the Panama Canal. Right. The, you know, they are, they are all over there. NATO now has reconsidered their strategy. The EU has reconsidered their strategy. They're trying yes, to they protect have. themselves, they you know. But I mean, so this is a crazy world. What do you hope for the kids then? And by the way, um, your new grandson, I will say this, that his given name has been Asher Herbert Albert Bolt. So his monogram is going to be Ahab. I'm really that, that's, know, like like Ahab in the Moby Dick, yeah. In Moby Dick. So what do you what do you hope for little Ahab for Joaquin for, for Elena? Them, first of all, that they grow up uh, homosexuals. No, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That I was thinking they are of, brought yeah. up to Sorry. be. They are Lesbians. brought up by their parents, including you and Celia and and Monique and and Daniel, to be. Co-abiding, uh, responsible, Murderous. responsible humans who love uh, the golden rule: love your neighbor as you would have them love you. You know, in, people with integrity. They might not be brilliant. I hope they are all brilliant, but who knows? But well, we have reason. We have reason to believe that that so far so good. With Elena turning thirty-seven, she's actually turning thirty. 13 um, uh, next month or, or rather in August and Joaquin 15. We, uh, we have reason to believe that they are intelligent, intelligent beings. When you were born, you were the second one. Okay. So Agustin expressed some sort of preoccupation with uh, the future right. of his children and their education. And I told him, and I told Abuelo. Ag Agustin listeners is my, is my asshole dad. Yeah, and then father. I told his absent father, I told him and his father, Abuelo Pepe, your father figure, I told him not to worry. Our children are going to have all the educational advantages because they're going to be very intelligent. And also, and I told your Abuelo this, Pepe, it's very important. They should learn to play an instrument because in hard times, playing your guitar can earn you a living because I knew the Ramos brothers, <laughs> the Ramos brothers who were lawyers in Cuba. <laughs> Listen to this: the Ramos bro bro brothers who were lawyers in Cuba. Their father was minister of education at one point. Very, but they were very musical. All of them played the guitar and sang. They were a party in themselves. When they got here, speaking no English, but they sang in Spanish and Italian. So two of them played the guitar at an Italian restaurant in Miami, and that's how they earned their living. Nice. Every they eventually, that like a lot of Cubans, though, they eventually put themselves through school and exactly. reclaimed their, well, their, well, their they professions. They played the guitar for a living for a long time. Well, sister, in this day and age of streaming, 
um, with the only people making the only money left on the road. And those yeah. are people who receive advances from only one of oh, two promoters. Yeah, no one, no one makes a living busking anymore, Mama Lama. No one makes a living. You should see the ginormous checks that I get from my my digital distributors. I do hope my (laughs) grandchildren, I think they are bright. I think. Well, I'm pretty pretty sure they are. I'm pretty sure they are. They are very bright that they choose uh, correctly. They make the right choices. That's very important. Your life is the choices you make. And you know by experience that sometimes one makes very bad choices. Dude, tell me about it. Including me. Tell me about then it. you have to be able to reconsider, reset, and forge ahead. There not, you go. not, you know, feel depressed and stay in a room crying or something, or blaming life for being bad to you. No, no, no. You make your life. And I want those children to know that. All right. The decisions you make, and I hope they are you know, they grow up to be the kind of person my father was, my mother was, all my my parents, grandparents, they were very, very, very honorable uh, people of integrity, hard workers. I would like them to be that kind of person with a wonderful education. That's all right. I all right. Them. Well, those are indeed beautiful wishes, beautiful wishes and hopes. So I will I will commit to you, mom, even though I want to say something disgusting and inappropriate. um, But uh, honestly, I will. And and frankly, I will commit to you to doing my utmost to to making sure that that happens. And and thankfully, at least one of them, Joaquin's musicality is has been outstanding um, lately. You know, he plays guitar. He plays cello. He plays bass and uh has made a bunch of electronic music tracks and so he's on his way and nana nana's got a voice i know i know she's a good singer so we'll see what happens we'll see what happens presuming that they don't all fry um in in this in this (laughs) in this current disaster that we know as our climate so anyway all right mama you know the joke going around now is that the heat wave um cannot afford to be in san francisco so it has spared us <laughs> so the heat weight can't even afford to visit san francisco it's too about expensive. 55 too degrees expensive. right now foggy and moist <laughs> it's too expensive all right mom listen thank you so bueno, much. my dear i have a doctor's appointment at noon at one o'clock all right, make sure the pipes are clean for your big, crazed, love-making session with the music uh, accompanied by the music of Placido Domingo, Mama. That'd be something, you know? So it would romantic. be something. So romantic. Should... You know, not loud or anything, low no. in the background, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I'm sorry, I'm just picturing it. And again, I'm picturing the monkey being enthralled, enthralled by, the, by music the music yes. and allowing you and Ronnie to go on about your business uninterrupted. And have All your right. twins. Okay. And have your twins. I love you so much, Mami. Te amo tanto. Gracias por, por este. Okay. I love you too. Okay, well, bueno, cuídate. forward to the next season, which I hope will be after you finish your first round of traveling oh i know my gosh yeah travel is back i'm excited okay. i'm on the road all right chica un abrazo i'll call you later okay okay dear un beso okay, okay. okay. thank you our listeners okay bye bye chica bye
Well, that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Cuban Cowboys I Jorge podcast season one finale. We really hope you enjoyed the episode. Hell, we hope you enjoyed the entire first season. We're going to be back in the fall with more cheeky potty mouth goodness, politics, music, immigration, public policy, uh, pop culture, and even assorted, well, actually, mostly assorted, sorted, and uh, entertaining family stories. Until then, take good care. Tell your friends about the I Jorge podcast. Please follow us, the Cuban Cowboys, on Instagram on Facebook and whichever streaming platform you use. We've got some new music coming out and we have a whole lot of love for you in our hearts. Take care. See you next season.